Hi folks, I want to share some things with you today that the Lord has laid in my heart, some very important matters uh, concerning the situation that we're facing, the, the grave situation I believe. We're at, as I've shared previously, uh, we have a window of opportunity, we have a moment, uh, if you like, to change things, uh, a very small season to turn things around from where they are just now to um, what they should be and what they must be in the plan and purpose of God in terms of the kingdom and also in terms of his ecclesia and what he wants us to do, what he wants us to be going forward. Uh, many of us have picked up that this is to be a season of revival and reformation and of course many believe there is the great awakening, the end time Elijah move of God, the greatest move of God in history. But I, I'm not saying that that's automatic, and I don't think that it is. I think that a lot of it depends on if we get our act together as the church. And there are a lot of things being thrown at us just now to deflect us, to pull us away, and they're coming from the Babylonian order. There's an attempt, I believe, to divide the people of God at this time. And there is a division that you could say that even... God's involved with in that he is separating to himself a remnant. Um, and remnants, by its very definition, is that it's a smaller group than the main lump. And if you're somebody who wants to go through with God, you'll want to be in that remnant. So I want to just say what God shared with me and a few things that are critical at this time. I mean, of an off-the-charts importance. And I hope they resonate with well, how your own leading, how God is speaking to you, but uh, certainly it's, it's my job just to go ahead. And, so I want to read into this particular verse. Uh, so Isaiah chapter 47, and it says, Come down and sit in the dust, O virgin daughter of Babylon. Sit on the ground, there is no throne, O daughter of the Chaldeans, for thou shalt no more be called tender and delicate. Now Babylon is the name for, it, it was an ancient empire, it was an enemy, of the people of God. In fact, it was Babylon that took the southern kingdom of Judah into captivity, ransacked the temple. Uh, and B Babylon has come symbolically and mystically and spiritually to symbolize that in the world which is in opposition to God. Going way back to Genesis uh, chapter 11 and the Tower of Babel, from which the, the term Babylon comes from, then we see that, that throughout history, there's this attempt to constantly raise up empires, uh, superpowers, world empires, uh, against God and against his purpose. So when we read things like Psalm 2, Psalm 149, we realise that we're dealing with Babylonian powers. Another word that, that Isaiah himself uses is Leviathan. There are different names for this. And of course, over Revelation 17 and 18, we see Mystery Babylon, uh, the harlot that sits in many waters, which is what it's really saying there is that there is a demonic high ranking principality that dominates world affairs. And so that's what this is talking about in terms of being spiritually speaking. Now, uh, uh, there is an application, of course, Isaiah is speaking to Babylon, the ancient empire which was uh, pulled down. Um, but there's that further application to our day. So that Babylon, and Jeremiah speaks to Babylon. But when you read the language, <coughs> excuse me, of Jeremiah, 
you see as well that Jeremiah is speaking beyond his own time. Anyway, uh, I want to get right into this. So it says, Take the millstones and grind meal, uncover thy locks, make bare the leg, uncover the thigh, pass over the trees. Thy nakedness shall be uncovered, yea, thy shame shall be seen. I will take vengeance, and I will not meet thee as a man. As for our Redeemer, the Lord of hosts is his name, the Holy One of Israel, Yahweh Sabaoth, the, the commander of heaven's armies. And what, what really God is saying here is that he's coming against Babylon. And Babylon likes to think of herself as a queen and a lady. And, you know, she has this uh, image of herself, a, a pompous image. And we see that manifest in the, the powers of this world. The governments of this world, they have this arrogance that they have all the answers and that they make all the laws and that they, they cannot be argued with. Of course, Psalm 2 and Psalm 149 speaks about how God is speaking to these rulers of nations and saying, you know, you need to get right with the Son. You need to bow the knee to King Jesus. And what we have right now on planet Earth is a situation where I believe that there's a massive attempt by the Babylonian world order, the Leviathan system, the New World Order, whatever you want to call it, to suppress the coming revival, reformation, and mighty awakening of God that's coming in the earth. It's, and I believe at high-ranking levels of this, perhaps beyond or sort of behind the scenes, those that have, if you like, a puppeteer uh, control over governmental rulers, the hidden hand, I like to call them, they, they know it's coming. They, they sense it. They've, they've probably been told it directly um, and, and they're aware of it. And so there's this attempt that they know it's coming. So it's, it's and, and I'm going to say this. Scotland and Britain are absolutely key to this. You know, Scotland, whoever controls Scotland controls the destiny of the, of the planet. I believe that. And that's why we have to make sure that here in Scotland, we have a godly, righteous government that will follow God's purpose, not the purpose of globalism and the New World Order. And Britain in general, Britain, um, you know, but Scotland um, being, in other words, if Scotland is one for the Lord, Britain will be one for the Lord. That, that, that's how I'm going to put it. And so, and I'm, I'm, I'm speaking here today from Scotland, of course, and I'm Scottish, I'm, I'm British. Um, and it's so important, and, and there's a, a great attempt right now to divide this nation of Britain into different parts because... A house divided cannot stand. That's a spiritual principle. Jesus himself taught it. The problem with Scotland right now, and it's a problem with Britain right now, but particularly here in Scotland, and you can see it in America because of the, all the uh, turmoil that's going on, the real battle uh, between the Democrats and President Trump and so on, is that Babylon is strong. The force and the fierceness of Babylonian thinking, culture, politics, and and just the organisation that we see among people who want to usurp and destroy the Christian heritage that we have uh, in the West. Um, you see that very strong in the politics uh, situation. You see it very strong in the media. You see certain individuals trying to stamp their authority using their uh, billionaire status. Uh, they could be people that use that money to help the kingdom 
and change culture for the, the purposes of God, but they're, they're not, they're antichrist. And we see an antichrist culture in Scotland rising up with great fierceness. And so we have to pray. We have to deal with this. The people of God have to have a response to this. And this is why I was praying. The Lord gave me this verse, this next verse in Isaiah chapter 47. It's verse 5. So let me read it to you. It says, Sit thou silent and get thee into darkness, O daughter of the Chaldeans, for thou shalt no more be called the Lady of Kingdoms. Now this takes us into Revelation chapter 17 and 18, uh, uh, Revelation chapter 17 and 18 country. This is God addressing Babylon. This is God speaking, if you like, to the spirit, the principality, the high-ranking uh, ruler that there is Babylon. And he's saying, shut up, shut up, sit down silent and get thee into darkness. Now that simply means go into obscurity. You go that we, we don't see you. Go that we cannot even uh, remember you. Get into obscurity. Get into darkness. Be quiet. Shut your mouth. That's God's response to what's going on. And when God's saying it in his word, because that's a prophetic word from Isaiah, that we can lift from these pages and use as a rima word, a sword of the spirit, this is a decree that we need to be making. These are the words that we need to be speaking, words along those lines, telling that spirit, that principality, that thing that's rising against God's order in the earth and saying to it, shut up, sit down, be quiet and go into obscurity. You'll never again be called the Lady of Kingdoms. You'll never again have that prominent place. We need to tell Babylon or Leviathan, however you want. And, and Isaiah speaks extensively about uh, Babylon as, as, as a lady here, uh, a queen, if you like, a mistress, as well as speaking about Leviathan. So whatever symbolic interpretation that you feel comfortable addressing or, and, and thinking about it, and I, as I said, the Word of God has many different ways of referring to this. But this concept, and, and here he's speaking to, oh, you lady, you know, and, and, and Babylon has this idea that, that she's a lady. And it goes on to say it further on in this, it says, it says here, verse 7, you said, I'll be a lady forever. I'll be a lady forever. That haughty arrogance. And God says two things are going to come to you, the loss of children and widowhood. You're not going to be a lady anymore. And of course, over in Revelation, we speak, we, we hear about the harlot, the mystery uh, Babylon, the great whore that sits in many waters. And we see all these metaphors, these symbolic, and whatever one you're, you know, whatever one grabs you, and, and even all of them, speak to that. Declare and decree, say, Father, in the name of Jesus. Remember over in Revelation chapter 18, there was a sound, a, a, an angel came from heaven and said, Babylon is fallen, is fallen. We need to be speaking to the fall of Babylon. We need to be praying about it, decreeing it, pleading God for it, but also speaking it as his purpose on the earth. Let Babylon fall in Britain. Let the purpose of Babylon come to nothing in Scotland. Let those who uh, have this spirit of heard them about them, 
Let them come to nothing. Let them that their purposes be thwarted. Let their plans be destroyed. Let their power be transferred to the godly. Sit thou silent, you daughter of the Chaldeans. We would say it like sit thou silent. Sit and shut up and go into obscurity to the Babylonian order, to the, the system. Now, we're not looking to destroy all government and create anarchy and all that stuff. We're not about that. We're about taking power from the wicked and transferring it to those who God has chosen, God has raised up. And we need to be praying for God. And, and I've been speaking about this in my series, The King's Heart, how we can change the hearts of rulers. But sometimes we have to go beyond that. Let's, let's be really honest. Sometimes we have to uh, accept that the leaders and rulers that we're dealing with, their hearts are so hardened, like Pharaoh's heart was, that they really need to be pulled down and removed. Remember what God said to, uh, to Jeremiah? He said, I've called you to, to pull down, to root out, to, to in effect, to flatten uh, what's there so that something else can, can rise in its place to build and to plant. But sometimes you have to root out. Sometimes you have to destroy what's there and, and pull it out by the roots before you can plant. You know, if you get into the garden, and, and it's a simple analogy, but a powerful one. Uh, you know, after winter, and you go in, you think, oh, well, you know, tidy up the garden, and there's weeds. And you can't do what you want to do in terms of planting until you've uprooted the weeds. We have to treat governments like that. We have to stop this baby stuff, this immature idea that, oh, well, these governments will do what they want, and we just, you know, the tribulation is coming, and all that nonsense that of accepting uh, that, you know, this this world belongs to the devil. I don't know about you, but I'll, if if I'm going to be taken out, I'm going to be taken out. Uh, I'm going to get in a blaze of glory. I'm going to be kicking and screaming. You know, the the devil's not going to defeat me. You have to have that attitude about you. Um, you, you have to have that uh, note of triumph and of victory. Shut up, Babylonian order. Shut up, New World Order. Shut up, globalists. Oh, that's rude, yeah. A whole lot less rude than what they planned for you, brothers and sisters. So we need to we need to start getting um, some uh, sharp teeth about us and become a threshing instrument. I like that Old Testament, eh, Old King James uh, saying, uh, a new sharp instrument having teeth. We need to start being people who uh, are a force to be reckoned with, not, not in our own strength, not in our own, uh, you know, power, but in his name, in his power, in his authority, we're mandated to take this planet for King Jesus. And we cannot allow the globalist agenda uh, to prevail. We cannot allow it to prevail because it will mean years of very deep and dark suffering. And we talk about a remnant, we're going to probably end up with very, very few uh, real believers on earth if we just continue to allow these things to happen and follow the agenda of the media and follow the agenda of um, false uh, ideologies and false causes. The cause is the kingdom. The cause is the gospel. The cause is the word of God. The cause 
is the kingdom of God. And we need to be people who are focused on what we're supposed to be focused on. And I said recently uh, in a communication with someone, stay in your lane. Your lane, if you're a Christian, is not to go chasing causes that the world tells you to, to, to follow, but to stay in the kingdom, to stay in God's lane, to stay in the purpose for which you were called. Now, you might have a calling to function in different areas, but don't follow the world's leadings when it comes to things right now. Okay? Follow your heart. Follow what the Holy Ghost tells you. Follow God's word. Follow the kingdom of God agenda and not the different agendas of the Babylonian order. Many of those agendas are just designed to pull you away from this one. These people don't want you praying along these lines. They don't want you addressing Babylon. Babylon, this spirit, this high-ranking satanic principality, does not want you to mention her, because it's mentioned here as a her, does not want you to address its dealings in the affairs of nations and men and its hold over rulers. But it's a big reason why you're here. It's a big part of the purpose of God in your life and mine to be dealing with these matters, to be bringing about a situation where we plant the kingdom of God, lay the foundations of a new kingdom culture on earth and go and see God move among the nations. One other thing I want to share, I may do this as a separate message, but I, I want to share it here, is that another thing the Lord showed me, and I want you to pray into this as well. There are five nations. I'm not saying they're the only five, okay, so don't get all bent out of shape if your nation's not mentioned here or you have other ideas or other things. These are, these are five nations that God has shown me that are to be what we would, what I would call refuge nations, nations where you can escape the, the hold of globalism, the encroaching totalitarian nature of a global government, all of that stuff, this, the New World Order idea and so on. There are five nations that are chosen, Britain, America, Canada, New Zealand, and Australia, these five nations, I believe have been chosen by God. Now, in those nations, in fact, in virtually uh, most of them, there is a very strong uh, government of, of the Babylonian persuasion, uh, culture, agenda, an antichrist uh, spirit. So these things are going to have to be prayed through. These governments are going to have to be toppled in prayer or they're going to have to be transformed. Uh, so it's improve or remove time. So particularly if you're in those nations, get praying for your presidents, prime ministers, governments, whatever, national leaders. Pray that these five nations will be, fulfill their destiny. And their destiny is to be refuge nations, nations where the globalist agenda is not being followed. Nations where the, the New World Order is not welcome. And that people will come to these nations and, um, and seek refuge. It's interesting in the news right now about uh, Hong Kong 
and the imposition of further totalitarian rule by the Chinese government and, uh, you know, Boris Johnson has mentioned um, about Chinese people being able to uh, apply for uh, UK visa, residence, whatever it is. But that's the type of thing I'm talking about in, in one respect. But really I'm speaking about a refuge entirely from New World Order uh, dominance and politics. And we need to see that in these five nations. I've said before, Britain is to be that. And I believe America will be that too. If, if only maybe parts of America. There may be a split in America. But these five nations, I believe in the purpose of God. Now these things are not just... I'm not suggesting that they're going to be automatic and that they're just going to happen. We have to pray these matters through. We have to believe God for it and we have to prevail, <coughs> excuse me, prevail and travel uh, before the throne of grace that God would bring these things to pass. It's exciting to be in this time. These are exciting, uh, momentous times to live in. But they have that element about them that if, if we're playing games, if we're not serious about things, if we are just playing in the shallows of our faith, then we could very easily be swallowed up right now and consumed because, uh, you know, the, the, the dragon is trying to flood this earth with all kinds of crazy, evil, dark, sinister stuff. And we're picking that up in our spirits uh, and but it's time for us to get serious with God and get into a place. The most important thing you can do right now is be in the place of prayer. Separate yourself unto the Lord. It's not getting back to church. It's not going on your Zoom meetings. These are great things, uh, you know, but the most important thing is, who are you going to be coming out of lockdown? Are you going to be a remnant army warrior? that Satan walks wide round? Or are you going to be fodder for the Babylonian order that seeks to destroy your life, your soul, your liberty, your happiness, your prosperity, even your very walk with God? The choice is yours. The choice is mine. So let's choose right. Let's just close right now this message and let's just pray a little bit into it. And let's dedicate our hearts and minds and, and lives again to the cause of Jesus Christ, the gospel, the kingdom, the, all of it, so that we can be well-honed vessels, uh, weapons, and, and vessels of holiness, of fire, of glory. We can do damage to the kingdom of darkness. So let's just pray and commit this to the Lord. Father, we just thank you. Oh Lord, we praise you. We worship your holy name. Father, we just ask right now that you would indeed deluge the nations. And Father, in particular, the five I mentioned, deluge these nations, engulf us with the fire of the Holy Ghost, Pour out of your spirit upon all flesh that every man, woman and child come to know you. Give us godly leaders and rulers in the nations, in our nations. And Father, remove the wicked from power, replace them with the godly. 
And Father, we pray right now that Babylon be fallen and destroyed, that this uh, lady of kingdoms would be a lady no more, would go into obscurity and would shut up. And Father, that your word, your message, your voice would prevail in the nations and among the peoples of the earth. In Jesus' name, amen. The Lord bless you, folks. Let me just summarise what I believe the Lord is really saying to us from this verse in Isaiah chapter 47, verse 5. He's telling us, I believe, to pray that the voice of Babylon be silenced in our nations and certainly among our leaders, our governmental leaders. He's telling us the influence of globalism, the new world order, the Leviathan system is to be brought to nothing, to be brought into obscurity, to go into darkness, as it says. So we really need to pray along those lines, decree along those lines, that the purpose of Babylon be utterly and completely obliterated and the influence of globalism, of these attempts to usurp the kingdom of God in our nations, that we we be praying about that, praying, of course, against it, and decreeing and declaring um, with our lips that Babylon is fallen, is fallen. So it's all about the influence. It's all about the culture of Babylon that is seeping into and has become, let's be honest, pretty well established in our nations. We need to see that destroyed. So revival that we pray for isn't just about getting loads of folks saved and churches full and so on. They're already trying to suppress that. It's about also about reformation, transformation of society, back to a kingdom model, back to a kingdom culture. So that's really what that verse is saying. I just felt it was important to summarize that, to give you uh, something to pray into, something to pray about. Pray that Babylon's influence not just be weakened, but be completely eradicated and that we be a holy nation set apart unto God here in Britain and, of course, in other nations. Remember those uh, five refuge nations, Britain, America, Canada, New Zealand, Australia. Pray specifically for them. Uh, and if you come from those nations, pray very, very fervently that you have a righteous, godly government and that will bring peace to society, uh, bring about a kingdom culture and, and create an atmosphere that revival can flourish in. Amen. The Lord bless you, folks.